This week's collision goes head-to-head -head with the Royal Rumble as Brian Danielson takes on Yuji Nagata. Maria May takes on Lady Frost. Orange Cassidy faces Commander. Ellie Kingston takes on Willie Mack. The Blackpool Combat Club go, go against Shane Taylor Promotions. And the trio's elimination cage match between FTR Garcia and the House of Black main events. And we're going to get into it right here on the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. AEW Collision started off this week with the Blackpool Combat Club against Shane Taylor Promotions. So if you remember Rampage, there was that bit with um, Lee Moriarty and John Moxley. They went on competing in a singles match. Shane Taylor at the end and nailed Roxley with the elbow and they started beating up John Moxley. So this week, Collision starts with Claudio Castagnoli and John Moxley uh, against the, the Shane Taylor Promotions. Um, the crowd on this match in particular, seemed hot. They loved Moxley and co. And actually, I'm all for seeing more Shane Taylor promotions on this uh, as well. And the BCC do pick up the win um, with the, uh, again, the Bulldog choke. Shane Taylor goes to sleep on this one. But it was, again, it was great to see more of Lee Moriarty and Shane Taylor. And again, like I said on the Rampage review, it's all about the reintroduction, the reintroduction, sorry, of these people that, you know, not necessarily Shane Taylor, but the Lee Moriarty's and people like that, to, to see that more often, see more of them become more prominent. We get to see them more and we get to understand them a bit more. And it helps when they're then put in matches, maybe later down the line, maybe title eliminators, title contention matches, number one contenders, etc. We understand who they are and where they've been. So really good job on this one. Good start. I say the crowd really helped this, but the Blackpool Combat Club, as always, generally, as always, pick up the victory. Um, we go straight away to the international championship match between um, Cassidy and Commander. Now, Orange, as of you know, again, we said it on Rampage, Commander won the freshly squeezed uh, four-way match uh, uh, on Rampage to get this opportunity. Um, and again, Dave makes a good point on this and saying, you know, you know we didn't expect Orange Cassidy to lose. And he he doesn't on this. It was the Orange Punch that wins. But what I would say with this one, and I really, I mean, these two actually work really well together anyway. But I tell you what I did like, and I've been saying it quite a lot. Less is more. The commander on this particular match had kind of toned down a lot of the flippy stuff and flying here, there and everywhere, doing the rope walk and stuff like that. And when he then done those moves, because there wasn't so many of them, they're more impactful. They make you think, hang on, that's, that's in, you know, he's not done that. And it's sort of more like when he's not doing them so much and so often, they do make better for a better match that way. And that is why I keep saying a lot of the time, less is more. And, and that was the match that really done it for me. Because those, because those moves were toned down, because there was less emphasis on keep flying around every five minutes it really as i said it really did make me feel like those moves had more to them so more of that please commander if you don't mind um they go to the back at this point and that garcia is laid out covered in blood and you're questioning whether he's going to be available for the the main event uh the the, the trios eliminations match assuming house of black done it um tony storm was also there she won't be able to watch uh Mariah May's match because she's had to put down some racehorses 
in Louisiana. Great pun there. Fantastic. Um, the next match was Lady Frost versus Maria May. Um, there was a very um, rough landing for May uh, on a German suplex uh, that Lady Frost gave her. Um, the problem with this, and we say it a lot, especially with the women, uh, and I don't know what the issue. I don't know. Yeah, we we get the we kings have this. We again. It's like we either see too much or not enough. Or say there's never too much, but we either see it to a point where we're seeing them a lot and we're enjoying it, or we don't. Or we see them in these sort of few minute matches. And this is again, this match there didn't get enough time. There was a commercial break in the middle. If you didn't have picture in picture. You didn't see enough of this match. I mean, the two went at it. They beat the shit out of each other, really, from, from most of this match. Um, Maria May hits Mayday. Uh, Mariah May sorry, hits Mayday for the win. But they need more time. I don't understand, like, why they don't get it. Mariah May, the building, it's a slow build process, maybe to the one that she dethrones Tony Storm. For the, for the championship so it's a slow build which is fine get it love that but give them these two girls can go why are we not having 10 12 minute match here to build these two to to also to let us know what mariah may is all about we've only seen her in quick matches we're not going to get to know enough about her we need longer please this match would have benefited so much by it um Changing the subject now, moving to the back and moving to Swerve and Hangman. So this feud has kind of reignited again. And this week on Dynamite, um, they are doing pick your poison or dealer's choice uh, in which they will choose each other's opponents. Uh, Swerve has chose Toa Linoa as uh, Hangman Page's opponent this week on Dynamite. Very interesting choice, that's for sure, uh, for, Swerve, for Swerve Strickland to take on for Hangman. Um, those that don't know, uh, he's well, he's Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor guy, uh, part being part of the Gates of Agony, uh, will take on uh, Hangman Page. Hangman Page, on the other hand, now I think he's let it slip here because he said he doesn't want to tell Swerve who it is, but we'll have to wait the whole fucking show. To find out now, if you don't know, the whole effing show is that would be Rob Van Dam. So could that be the fact that we're going to get RVD versus Swerve Strickland on Dynamite? I hope so. That will be great if we do, but we will have to wait and see. Um, Eddie Kingston uh, did say on Rampage that he was going to fight someone that he respects this week on on, on Collision, uh, and that man was Willie Mack, uh, and they certainly did. Um, this match was like, it was just like a 100-meter dash. There was no rest, big moves, all these big moves that mattered, though, and, and that's the thing about this. When, when we say you hit these big moves and, and, and these big spots, they need to matter. And they and they need you know you don't need it all the time but if you're going to go through a match and do this they need to matter and boy oh boy did they matter on this one uh, spinning back fish fist fish <laughs> fist by Kingston uh, wins this one um, it wasn't for the title I don't believe so that see and, and that was the thing I don't think this was a title match so because of that 
you did have that slight potential of Willie Mack winning. Had this been for the uh, the Continental Crown, we'd all sit there and go, Kingston's winning this. But because it wasn't, it did it did give you that element of, oh, maybe Willie Mack could win this. And, you know, then Vast becomes a challenger. But anyway, he didn't. Uh, and uh, Kingston wins. And as he was walking to the back, uh, lo and behold, out comes Danielson for his match with uh, Yuji Nagata. Uh, Danielson doesn't even look at Eddie Kingston, which was great uh, on that. Now, Kingston, uh, now Danielson and Nagata, jeez, wet. I mean, Nagata ain't young. But my God, this match was so good. This was the the echelons of technical submission based map based wrestling at its finest that is a simple short term to use for this match this was brilliant i absolutely love this match i mean as i said nagara is age to put on a banger like this you have to be you know amazing and danielson was amazing he just keeps on going doesn't he? if this is the last year of brian danielson as a as a full-time wrestler we need to enjoy these moments because they're going to be few and far between in the future. What a match this was. Uh, beside him, knee from Danielson picks it up and, and wins the match for uh, Brian Danielson. But my God, this was so good. Um, Brian Cage was at the back and uh, he said that the FTW Championship wouldn't be relevant without him and he's tired of losing titles. Well, here comes Hook. <laughs> they send for Hook and Hook should appear. Uh, and Kay, and you know, he says anytime Kay's wants a shot to call him, who better than Hook? <laughs> Interesting that he uses that one. Um, we got the return this week as well on on Collision. Serena Deeb versus Robin Renegade. It was absolute dominance from Serena Deeb. It didn't last long, uh, and this is where it's fine. So th th there is times where you can have a squash match, even with the women. And it'd be absolutely fine to do so. And this match was the correct thing to do. She literally, I mean, it was a welcome back chance. She literally, full Nelson, she, Robin Renegade counted it. There was a diving clothesline, an avalanche into a corner, a punt to the face, a net breaker over the middle rope, a swinging net breaker, followed by the deep tops, serenity lock, bang, done. And, and that is fine because Serena Deep's coming back. Robin Renegade, we hadn't really seen enough of. So for her... But AW just to put her in that match to get it done to get her back as well. 15 months she's been back, and she said it felt really good to be back. And she's going to put the wrestling back into all elite wrestling, and she wants to become champion. Well, we're all here for that. The more we see of Serena Deeb, the more we will enjoy it. And as long as AW does get to a stage where they put her in longer matches for the women. That's fine. But this squash match worked because it served a purpose and that's what it needed to do. As she was finishing talking, though, oh, here comes the cage. Uh, they lowered the cage for the trio's uh, escape cage match between FTR Garcia uh, and House of Black. Uh, I mean, the lights go out during the entrance. There was They were throwing off a table already. The brawl kicked off before they even got into the cage, for Christ's sake. Oh, my God. What a brutal main event. As I said, they started on the floor was the right move because there is only so much that you can actually do in the cage itself. So the fact that they have going from tables and stuff on the floor to the outside is absolutely great. Uh, and it's a good thing that they actually done that. 
essentially, it come down. Uh, Mark Briscoe was there as well, and he slammed the door in Malachi's uh, Black's face as Garcia was looking to hit the floor to win the match, uh, which he did uh, for FTR Garcia. Um, interesting to see what happens with Briscoe uh, with that one uh, eventually. Because uh, I think Mark Briscoe was due to come in for Garcia and they just threw him off that table straight away. So it kind of put him out for most of the match and then he comes back in uh, and costs them the match. So really good, good bit of story then actually. And it's good they didn't forget Mark Briscoe at that point. Um, but what a main event. I mean, yeah, it, hardly a surprise, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, really good. FTR Garcia wins the match. Um the loss won't really affect House of Black at all either. I, I think it, they, that'd be just fine. It'd be just fine with that. It'll be not a problem at all. Um, overall, this show opened hot. It closed hot. And there was a sense of a main event in nearly every match that they had on this show. You know, the, the, the Danielson one mid-card, the Kingston-Willie Mack show of respect type of match, the open over the Blackpool Combat Club, the finish. And in between that, you had the Serena Deep return. It felt an important episode. And yeah, Mariah May and, and Lady Frost did tear the house down for that limited time that they had. Could have gone another 15 minutes and should have gone another 15 minutes. Hopefully... We will get a longer match for those. But I think Collision this week's a strong 8 out of 10. Really good show. Really enjoyable. Uh, and we will see what happens next week on AEW Dynamite. But guys, do not forget to follow us on X or Twitter at HTT Buckle. Follow us on Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. On all other social media outlets, we'll be joined um, by CJ Carter from Ignite. We interviewed him uh, on Monday, that will be dropping today as well. Uh, we're coming up. We've got the TNA Knockouts Champions, the Decay, coming on the show uh, for a brief conversation about all things TNA. Alex Windsor will be joining us uh, soon. So will Mike Angus from Tidal Wrestling. Heath Slater or Heath or whatever he wants to go by. He will be joining us in the next few weeks as well. So keep a lookout on those social channels for more information. But everybody, this has been the Collision Review on the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. And until we interview again, guys, buckle down and stay safe.